my sister broke my heart, she told me get a job. But at time I almost quit, I got a song. Check, check. Y'all already know what's going on, man. It's your girl, Tampa Mystic, and we are broadcasting live at ARC Studios. It's a busy night on the ARC, boy. It is the industry's most wanted show right here exclusively on WARK 300. Shout out to everybody tuned in, checked in. We got another special guest checking in, boy. He came up here like, um... A little, a little cripple, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did his thing. Introduce yourself, bro. Yeah, I know what it is. Dula KP. You know what I'm talking about? King Country Pittman. Countryside Records in the building. Hey, you know shout out to Dula KP checking in, bro. Thank you for taking some time and rocking with us tonight. Mm, you know what I'm Of course. Listen, um, we got a lot to talk about. I want the world, I want all my listeners to really get to know who you are. Like, let's start first and foremost. Tell everybody where you're from. Like, where did you grow up at? Originally from Valdosta, Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Down South Georgia, boy, all day. I love Valdosta. Every time I go down there, shout out to Hollywood Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Chill Wheel. Oh, for sure, that's my partner. We just hooked up with him uh, a couple days ago. <laughs> right on the tour, actually. Listen, every time I go down there, they show me so much love. In fact, I went down there a couple years ago, and they did a, they threw a birthday bash for me, and it was just so dope, man. So um, talk to us about growing up there. What was it like for you? Man, it's a little different, you know, backwoods, you know, it's just country. But, uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, interesting because uh, in military base you had schools, but where? where I'm from, I'm from Bemis, so you know, okay. we was kind of a little different from from everybody in the city. So just growing up, kind of stayed to ourselves, and you know, for me, just did my music thing and little sports or whatever. But yeah, it's yeah, just different. I asked you about that. I was asking you how you got your injury if it was playing <laughs> basketball. You know what I'm saying? Because I know so many dudes that play basketball and they they tear all these ligaments yeah. and stuff in their knee. Because you get so confident in what you're doing and you're so focused that you don't realize you sometimes come down the wrong way. Boy, I know that thing hurt. Man, I don't <laughs> even know how it even came down because all the stuff I do, like a rebound or anything else, even going for a layup or whatever, that didn't happen. It was just me like in a wild open space just shooting, shooting the ball. That's crazy. It'd be like that man. when you least expect <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it hurts you not only there, but it hurts you to your heart because you got to stop yeah, doing man. what you love. Man. <laughs> So during this time, your focus has gotten even heavier on your music. You know what I'm saying? You can't be out there on the court and stuff like that. So, um, you know, take us back, man. How did music really become a passion for you? I think it started at at six because I uh, performed in in front of a school uh, Christmas program, like front of 300, 400 people. At six years old. When you were six? Yeah. Was you nervous? Was you scared? (laughs) Nah, because I'm a shy individual, but uh, what happened was... Uh, one of my partners that my grandma used to babysit. It was like they used to have the boombox outside and, and yeah. uh, during recess, and we just end up listening to music. And I used to imitate everybody, so yeah. it just happens that it's just it was natural for you. Yeah, they actually seen me doing it, and they was like, "We are gonna put you on the program." And I was like, "Okay." Then oh, that's then, I was so just doing dope. Music, so. so, so let's take it back, man. Like when you first started doing, when did you start writing music? Well, I wrote poetry first. Okay. Then I had a poem published. In, Makes uh, sense. Like eighth grade. And then I was listening to the park when he said, oh, uh, you know, he started writing poetry and just put the music behind it. And I was like, okay, that can happen. But Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think that writing poetry is definitely the foundation for writing music. It's yeah. got to make sense. It's got to flow. It's got to rhyme. Yeah. Same thing with your music, with your lyrics that you yeah. write now. What is your creative process now? A lot of artists do still write and then they get in the studio with their phones or whatever or some artists get in there and they just freestyle and punch in what's your, what's your style of uh, putting music together I'm still a writer okay um, uh, I have to feel it like if I come up with something I can be in the shower I can be asleep or yeah. whatever the case may be if I come up with something I'm just gonna have it in my head the next thing you know, I'm gonna put the pen to it because that's the way I grew up doing it so Word. Uh, I feel like I just 
I get more into it if I can actually put it down. Now, I have actually done songs with Off The Head, but if I feel like it's something I feel it's going to come from the heart, I think I need to write it down. Do you typically come up with the hook first and work around that, or is it the opposite, or is it a little bit of both? Both. It just, both. Like I said, it just depends um, what I'm feeling at the moment. Right. So. Whatever emotion you're going through. Yeah. And I think that's what's, what's dope about you still being a writer is the fact that Whatever emotion you are feeling, if you can't get in the studio right away, you're going to be able to deliver on pen and paper. Because whatever you're feeling right now is going to be different tomorrow. Even an hour from now, it's going to be different. Our emotions change so differently. Um, Let's talk about 2020 just ever so slightly. Crazy year. You know what I'm saying? We lost a lot of good people. We're still losing a lot of good people. Um, A lot just in the last month. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, you know, along with DMX and Black Rob and Shock G. And it's just, it's been a crazy time. Um, You know, how did you handle getting through 2020 with things changing? This is kind of our new norm, having to wear face masks and not being able to go out and do events as much. Like, how did you push through that? Well, 2020 for me was a, 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 a prosperous year and it was a learning year for me um, like I, as far as adapting I didn't have really an issue to, to doing it um, and just as far as you just couldn't perform but as far as the music process goes I even charted in 2020 so mm. I had, you know it, congratulations me, yeah. that's big Thanks. thank you thank you so, yeah it was a big big uh, issue because you know grinding and working hard so when I seen that award come in and say hey you, you actually charted it you know some of the people that you actually broke the top 100 and you above people that you used to you know listening to and admire you'd be like wow so talk to us about it bro that's a big deal that's a big like accolade in your career yeah. that people need to know about it you know what i'm saying like talk about it you know as far as charting you know give us some insight on how you found out uh, who told you who called you made that phone call you know like to say bro did you know that you you charting um big Finch, shout out to big Finch. he's a uh, agent or whatever he uh he hit me up and he was like, you know you, he sent me an email first and then he gave me a call. He was like, you know you cracked the top 100. And I was like, well, Damn. he came in higher in the top 100. I was like, okay. And I'm looking at the, all the list and the people that I actually uh, was placed above. I was like, whoa. And you know, to do that for Valdez, we had like a couple people that charted last year. So that was That's a good dope. sign. So, That's huge. Um, That's big for your city. To, yeah, shout out for Georgia Boy because he also charted last year as well. So when I seen that, I was like, well, two of us in the same city did it, you know, that let us everybody know that it's possible. You know what I'm saying? It so, is. Absolutely. That's the thing is you just got to know it's possible. Um, I talk about this all the time with people. You just got to stop trying and just do it. Just do it. When you try something, it doesn't work, work. because you're you're unsure about it. You're not putting your all into it. You're like, oh, I'll try it out. No, don't do that. Just if it's something you want, bro, you just got to go do it. Yeah, doubt. And there's a lot of people just doubt themselves. Like, right. Abs- skeptical. Yeah, absolutely. So since you've been doing music and taking it seriously, let's talk about a couple different levels of that. Let's let's take it to the bottom side. We all have struggles that we have to overcome. Not every day is a good day. We human. We go through shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we go through shit with our partners. We go stuff with our family, financial, physically, uh, mentally, injuries. Yeah. You just go through shit in life. Since you've been taking music as, you know, on a serious note, what would you say has been the, like, biggest struggle that you had to overcome? Because I like to talk about this because it could potentially help somebody else out. Uh, I would say it'd be, like, you know, just two different things. One, definitely is financial because, you know, you're putting an investment in your own. It's a very expensive business, y'all. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> know, you don't want to 
shortchange yourself so you look at everything like hey how you scraping nickel and dime and you know yeah. invest everything that you can on top of you know still having to pay your bills and live through a normal day everyday life and me being a person that i am like i take care of my whole family pretty much like i'm the backbone so that's even Word. more pressure and then i would say the second thing is just the people you're distancing yourself from because a lot of people don't want you to actually still fulfill and chase that dream of what you're doing so you be like, okay, I you can't preaching. hang with you no more. I can't hang with you no more. You doing this, and I'm over here trying to do this. I'm trying to better myself in my position. Well, you still want me to be stuck over here. So a lot of people start to separate themselves, and you just tend to move. That's why I say I'm in Arizona now, is because I had to leave the situations and circumstances over here yes. just to, to better myself. What's it like out there? Let's 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 switch gears just ever so slightly, and we're gonna come back since you mentioned that you're in Arizona now. What's it like out there for independent artists? Oh yeah, it's it's open lane. There's a lot of talent out there. Um, definitely, definitely a lot of talent. Just I think more of the avenues is just like you don't have just like being down south pretty much because you have to do everything a lot yourself. You don't have the big buildings where you can go to the Def Jams or the Universals and Facts. the Sony's and Atlantic. So you don't have these. In, or it's not even like Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So being that I'm from South Georgia, I knew how things happened down in Valdosta. So right. you took that same mindset over there. Being that this is just the open market. It yes. just, you know, a lot of people don't actually know about Arizona other than tourists. So you go over there in Phoenix and like, okay, put that same mindset. You grind and, and do a lot of yourself and, and, you know, open doors. So that's how a lot has happened. It's beautiful out there. Let me just say that. I'm yeah. such a nature junkie. I love outdoors. In fact, my birthday's in a couple of days and I'm spending it in the mountains because I just, I'm like one with nature. <laughs> <Your> birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so I've been out there, you know what I'm saying? I actually, uh, I passed through Arizona to get to Utah to go yeah. hiking at the canyons mm-hmm. and it was just so gorgeous out there. Do you ever get out there and do enjoy nature or anything like that while you out there? When it's not hot. Yeah, I, mean. I know it's probably like <laughs> 300 degrees out yeah, there, ain't it? Uh, it's not hot. It's not hot. But any any day, I, I always try to get outside and do something. But, yeah, it's just you got to be there for the heat goes. And some people actually, you know, even when the sun goes down, it's still hot. So they're like, how you doing? That? You got to get out there like 5 a.m., yeah. you know what I'm saying? Catch it yeah. before the sun starts coming Come up. up yeah. So what's it been like for you, you know, uh, with as far as like DJs and connecting with people out there? You know, have they been supporting the movement since you've been out there? Well, I started before because i went out there in like 2012 to visit okay and they welcomed me with open arms that's what kind of made me move there yeah uh, because of the support you know thanks that is a place that support independent people as far as on the level of people right supporting people um now as far as the media and the djs and things it's like everywhere else you still have to know somebody or right you know try to get plugged in and try to find who to build them relationships yeah you still got to do that so you still got to put that work in to try to find those top people but as far as the actual population and the people go, they support. That's what's up, man. It's it's all about going somewhere new and just establishing and building them new relationships. Yeah. I say it all the time. Relationships will put you in places Which, that money cannot. For real. I've been, to, like you say, Utah. My music has took me so many places. Yeah. Like I've been to Utah, New Mexico, Word. Colorado, That's dope. Vegas, California on a couple occasions, Hollywood. Like, I've been to New York. Uh, places you probably never, never would yeah. right that's what's up man that's really dope um well okay so let's let's take it back you know we talked about some of the struggles that you had to overcome let's talk about the highlights man like you know what what would be that one moment that you could would love to go back and relive over and over and over again with your music um i know there's probably a few of them i mean <laughs> I, I would say just seeing hearing the music on the radio for the first time would be the biggest highlight and charting you know yeah, yeah the chart came but you know <laughs> it, even before the chart like just hearing your song on the radio yeah 
That's an accomplishment. Yeah, it, it, it's real big because you'd be like, okay, I'm on the radio. Now, being like you have the lick of the kickers or, the, you know, with the judges in the crowd, and that's a lot of kind of different. But when you actually hear your song played in rotation, yes. where you have to go through those processes was, was, was a big achievement. Right, because I think that's what every artist wants. They want to hear themselves on radio. Yeah. And what I always explain to them, and you understand this, there's so many steps that you can't skip before you hit radio. Before you get into full rotation on any station, there's a lot of footwork you got to put in. You got to get out there and and meet people and shake hands and kiss babies and do interviews and let people know who you are. There's got to be a demand. You got to have that that, that, that presence to go out and just work. And and some people, I think, scared of that. Right. No, they are scared of that. You are absolutely right. Uh, what keeps you motivated? Because this is a tough business. As we said, it's an expensive business. It's not easy. What keeps you pushing through all that? My team. Uh, I'm, I'm a person that I feel like, because I, I got a huge heart. So yeah. my thing is I just go for the team because I feel like I'm not the most talented one on the label because I do have other artists up under me. But they feel You're like so humble. If they, yeah, <laughs> if, they, if they see me, you know, pushing and driving and going, then they'll be like, okay, we can do it. When they yes. see, like, you know, so that's who I go hard for. I try to put them in places to put them in a position to where they can actually do certain things, teach them the business, and not just, like I say, just go hard for them. Like when we did the tour, um, it wasn't just about doing the KP. It was about, we even took other camps. and Like, we're just going to go out and promote everybody. We're going to put the whole comp- company on our backs. We're going to put everybody else out of here, and we're going to just do it. So That's so dope. Um, one thing I know about life, in order for you to be a boss, you got to put other people in a position yeah. to be a boss, and that's yeah. exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Who you got with you today? KB Stoner's in the building representing G1, you know, from Polk County, Florida. So. Holler in that mic real quick, you know what I'm saying? While you right here, you <laughs> might as well go ahead and... and, and Tell them who you are, man. You right here with us. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, what's good? It's your boy KB Stoner coming all the way from Polk County, Florida. From the 863 in the building. You already know. Hey, that's my neighbor right there. We we family now. That's my cuckoo. <laughs> I'm claiming it. <laughs> he, he definitely, definitely got some, some bangers. And he actually produced and also Oh, that's scene, fire. So, so you a producer a too? You engineer as well? I got you. Man, that's really dope. So has he produced some music for you? Uh, he's work, actually going to be working on the next single that we got, which is Walk So Nasty Part 2. Uh, Walk So Nasty was the biggest record that we had. Other, yeah. You know, that's the one that actually charted. So, uh, Talk to uh, us about yeah. the, the creative process behind that song in particular, because I, I have a lot of artists that tune in, whether they're listening live right now or they'll go back and listen to the, the uh, interview on my digital platforms or, or the video. Um, talk to us a little bit about that process that that from you ain't got to give us all the details because these artists got to figure this shit out on their own <laughs> or they got to pay you you know what I'm saying but like you know just talk to us a little bit about the process of you know you creating the music and getting you to the point of actually charting um, so first of all I had to find a, a, a song that you know you can use and that song had a message and either something that's though, marketable yeah right. even though the song went left from the idea that I what I originally had because the song was not originally for me it was for another artist I had wrote oh okay and when we actually did it he was like I can't do it I can only hear you on it man and so I ended up doing it look at God you know, so <laughs> and it was like for women empowerment it was oh, not okay. like it, it, for me I my mind state was because we seen a lady at work 
and she got up and she just had this aura about herself like she was walking and she was ripping the runway like her hair was blowing and things of that nature I was like oh so she gotta walk so nasty like that just came yeah like, she has that so that gives me the, the the motivation to go and write and i was like hey if we can get every woman to think that way no matter the shape size figure big small tall whatever the case may be you can be a model if you feel like you're a model just stretch your stuff and rip the runway um and that's where the record came about but then you know just because the beat came and the next thing you know just by people hearing it they didn't actually really you know focus on the whole message they actually took it another way so it'd be like that with social media and tiktok and all that they had like two different ways of running the song so it was a wide variety had the the women empowerment and then there was also the dance too you know that's how it happened that's big bro because it's not very often that a song goes two different directions like that it's usually one or the other yeah and you hit it like you said it's a, a women empowerment song so of course the women are gonna be like yes i love him he he putting on for the ladies yeah. but on the other side you got people that are doing like the trendy stuff yeah. with tiktok and stuff like that that's a big deal um and i think that's fire because um not enough artists especially male artists are uplifting women yeah because social media puts so much pressure on women to look a certain way. That's why they all altering their bodies and getting all their fat sucked out. Baby, <laughs> I love my little rose because I love to eat. You know it, what I'm it, saying? It, it makes them insecure. You know, and like I say, we got a lot of degrading in, in hip hop as it is. You know, being Facts. mostly male dominant, but you know, it's. It's time to, you know, start lifting women sometime. Like, hey, give them something to look for. Absolutely. Like, you know, so. Man, and I salute you and respect you for that because it, it's very genuine. Yeah. You didn't do it just to get attention. I could tell nah. that it was just very genuine that you wanted to do something for the ladies. Yeah. As you should. Um, Inside your catalog, I think every artist, you got to have something for everybody. Uh, yeah. You got to have something for the fellas. You got to have something for the smokers, yeah. something for the strip clubs, something to Everything. ride to, something Everything. for the radio. Everything. All that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what about some visuals? You got some new videos out people can go check out? Uh, no, nah, we actually working on the Shots on Me, which is the new single. We're working on that video. We actually uh, trying to put that together. So that'll be the next big thing we do. So. Word. We just actually like say with this injury coming up and then went on a promo tour so we had to kind of push things away but just trying to open up some stuff but i'm working trying to get that ready so let's talk about the promo tour because um i think that that is one of the most key elements as an independent artist that you can do for your career is to put yourself on a promo tour yeah. that's exactly what it is it's a promo tour yeah. you're out here promoting yourself and moving from city to city yeah. state to state etc um, how many cities have you touched so far? Well, this was the first leg, and we talked okay. about doing like three legs. So, so far, we reached about seven cities um, in nine days. Wow. So, y'all moving and shaking. You oh, tired? Yeah. No, nah, I, I mean, <laughs> the body starts to tire around yeah. like the third or fourth day. It does. You get you some rest, and you be right back at right. it. Right. You, you got to recharge a little bit. Yeah. Recharge that battery. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you, and you one leg right now. It was crazy, because <laughs> I performed with one leg. Like, the, the performances wow. was crazy, and everybody was like, how he's going to do that? They looking at me like, how you going to perform with one leg? I rehearsed for like Ain't 20 minutes. Ain't nothing going like to stop. stop. You no. like two chains, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Was out there in the damn wheelchair, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you want something bad enough, ain't nothing gonna get in the way. Ain't nothing gonna stop you. Um, what what are uh, some other this other cities that you guys are gonna touch on your promo tour? Oh, uh, we still got Dallas. Oh, that's big. Uh, Dallas is a big big Mark, city for yeah. independent artists. We Huge. Got New Orleans. Okay. Macomb, St. Pete. The Berg, um, y'all gotta hit the Berg. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, uh, shout out to the seven two seven. We got Valdosta. We definitely gonna try to hit the city. Gotta hit Valdosta. Yeah. Um, 
gotta hit home. home. Gotta hit home. I'm actually in the process of talking to somebody back in Phoenix right now, California. So, uh, so Vegas. We trying to hit. So you guys are kind of yeah. hitting all yeah. the different regions. What yeah. about anything like Northeast? Anything up that way? Yeah, we working on that. We have some people that's working on for Jersey, uh, Philly. Philly. I was yeah. about to say hit Philly, Philly. because yeah. Philly's really like uh, I know so many people that are out there working right now, like grinding. Yeah. If you need DJs to connect with, I could definitely put you in, in touch with the right people in Philly that you can rock with. Definitely, definitely. That would be a great that. city for you guys to touch down in, most definitely. Yeah. Um, where's where are you going very next after Atlanta? Uh, so like I said, we're taking the break leg. One was uh, finished, so you know I got to go do some physical therapy for this this foot. You uh, sure do, <laughs> yes. So yeah, we take it. We take a couple weeks of break, <laughs> and then uh, we we start right back. And the first place is Dallas. Word. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Are you gonna ever ball again? Oh, if I get back right, hundred <laughs> percent. I gotta exercise. I gotta stay, you know, stay stay healthy. Absolutely. I can't sit around. So either Facts. you take me walks and running, jogging basketball whatever got I got to stay, yeah, bro your health is your wealth and it yeah. will catch up the older you get like people when they like in their 20s they feel like man i could eat what i want do what i want. oh trust me it'll catch up to you oh yeah you gotta make sure you do that <laughs> even though while we've been on this road like um the eating habits is kind of like i'm like it I'm is so hard yeah. to yeah. eat healthy when you are on the road yeah. like it is it's almost impossible to do but it looks like you're doing a good job you came in your camo today we yeah. matching yeah. and all that sure. you know For what i'm sure. saying yeah. uh so we're about to get into this record called shots on me um before we do that like let everybody know where they can keep up with the movement where they can follow you at oh uh, anywhere any platform is duly kp that's d-o-o-l-e-y Kaz and Kite, Pierce and Paul, that's all platforms. Twitter, yeah, it's the real Dooley KP, but everywhere else there. Yeah. Where did the Spotify. name come from? Well, my grandma actually named me Dooley, and like nobody ever gave me a, I love like, that. Uh, my real name, like ever was never known. Like Okay. So I was like, well, I might as well use that. Yes. <laughs> it means something to yeah, you. Yeah, so um, then the KP came, being I'm from the country, I spelled it with the K instead of the C. Okay. And then it was like, okay country pimping and i put the pimp means practice intelligence mind and prayer and then we put money in pockets in reverse so and i'm actually use my actual type of music which is country poetry okay which we actually introduced to poetry so yeah so you keep it all the way real keeping yeah. it all the way true to yourself yeah and it's different yeah you're a brand yeah. as an artist you are a brand yeah. so you have to figure out ways to stand out you ain't trying to fit in no. you're trying to stand out. out and one of the first things you have to do as an artist when you're coming up in this business is you got to establish who you are yeah. and your name is a big part of that yeah. you don't want to have a name that anybody else has or if i go to google and type yeah. it in it's going to pop up before you yeah. you know what i'm saying you want to be the most searchable thing under your name yeah. on any you know google or wherever you use so yeah. that's what's up man um who may or may not be tuned in that you want to shout out to man you know anybody and everybody that's supporting the movement uh new fans and old fans you know definitely beam is the family uh countryside records all the staff and g1 and hustle art and tamer all came a part of the tour definitely want to shout out you for having me you know, i know i appreciate you know. thank you for coming through man yeah. it means a lot this this is my first day back after taking a little time so, off you know you know i, w I went through <laughs> yeah, a lot uh, yeah Bro, like, I, I need a vacation after everything I just went through for the last month and a half. So, you know, thank you for being one of the first interviews on, on my little comeback, you know what I'm saying? No problem. No problem. Thanks for having me. Also, shout out to Big Fence and Dope Beat Radio, Miss um, Chocolate, 26 Records, you know. The whole, whole team, the whole camp. So. That's what's up, man. Listen, we about to get into this record. Is there anything else that you want to let the people know about before we get up out of here and check out this record? My man, just like I say, just follow me, support, and, you know, look out for some good music. 
Man, and, and definitely I pray that you have make a full, full, full recovery so Thank you can you. be out there hooping again. Man, just let me get back on the stage, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Good. Exactly. Like, wow. Like, how long ago did you your injury? February twenty seventh was this. Oh, so it's day. brand new. Yeah. And you had surgery already? That was yeah, quick. Yeah, because I, I had the tour coming up. Yeah, like, you're like, I gotta get this. I gotta get to it. Well, listen, I commend you and I salute you and I respect you because a lot of people would have used that as an excuse to not make it happen. Yeah. And you pushed through it, yeah. you know what I'm saying, by any means. So, you know, a shout-out to you bringing your family with you today. We got Polk County in the building. Yeah, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, yes. I always get excited when, when my hometown, my hometown homies check in with me. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's my sure. love. Like, I love Atlanta, but Florida's my heart. Yeah, it ain't never going to go away. Facts. So, listen, we're going to get into this record. Go ahead and introduce it for us. Y'all know what it is. Dula KP featuring Stevie Stone and Shots on Me. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, y'all stay tuned for it. Yup. Industries. Most. Wanted. Shout you choose to just that swing. swing. Bitch, let go. go. Ride that way. way. Tell me where to go. go. On my way. way. Make that beam. Shots on me. Little mama, what up? What up? Yeah, what we doing now, Ted? What up? Yeah, what we doing now, Ted? What up? Yeah, what yeah. we doing? Hey, little mama, see you at the bar. Tell me, have you ever spent the night with a star? Tell me who you with. Oh, you all alone? Well, let a player go and put his number in your phone. Yeah, player choosing. Let me do my thing. Cause on that thing, I don't see no rain. Nah, a little scrap, but I got money in the bank. And I ain't T pay, but I'll buy you a drink. Shot you, choose you. Swing, bitch, let go. go. Ride that way. way. Tell me where to go. go. On my way. way. Make that beam. Shots on me. Little mama, what up? Yeah, what we doing now, Ted? 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 What up? Yeah, what we